0: I'm Alex Stone, former military service member and law enforcement officer. Now CEO of Echelon Protected Services. One of the fastest growing private security firms on the West Coast. And this is Ride Along. Where our guests and I witness firsthand the issues affecting our community. I believe our proven method of enacting meaningful change the compassion and understanding is the best way to make our streets a safer place and truly achieve security through the community.
1: I'm Spencer with Loving One Another. And I'm Terrence. Uh, we're the street crew for uh, the nonprofit here in Portland. We're here to do a ride along with uh, Alex today and get out there in the streets and see what we can do.
2: So let's get it.
1: Hey, Alex Stone here. Welcome back to the ride along today.
0: We have two fantastic guests. Actually two of my best friends on this earth, amazing men. They're out on the streets every day doing the work that needs to be done. They came into the studio today. I know that you've probably seen them when we've been out with other guests. Fantastic guys, Spencer. And Terrence, they're with Loving One Another. They're part of that nonprofit outreach program that we work in parallel and in sync with Echelon Protective Services in the field. Hey, gents, why don't you introduce yourselves to the audience?
2: Go ahead, Terrence. Well, my name is Terrence. So just a small kid from uh, Ruston, Louisiana, just came down here just to do a little bit more. um, Bigger mindset, just bigger dreams, just come out try to get some in the world today. Um, come from a very small Christian family. Um, they take care of me, love me very much. Um, just out here, just trying to do, just try to be, a, just try to be a better person than myself, just a better person in the world today. So
1: nice. What about you, Spencer? Uh, my name is Spencer. I was born and raised here in Portland. Uh, I uh, I played high school ball here in, in uh, Portland. Played college and professional basketball in Europe. So, I've been all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my first job out of college I was a mental health therapist at Emmanuel, Hikes, at Emmanuel Hospital, uh, where I did a lot of the one to ones with some of the more violent psych patients. Yeah, and that's
0: the, kind of the major psych hospital, right? Correct. In the area.
1: Yeah, Emmanuel would house some of the most violent psych patients until they were ready to go to the state hospital. Mm-hmm. So, I worked a lot in the ER. The ER is where they do the evals, so I'd mm-hmm. work in the ER quite a bit. So, realized that that was kind of uh, that field of work was. We were pu- putting a small bandaid over a big wound, and oh, yeah. things were yeah. things weren't getting done the way they should. Mm-hmm. So um, I left. I went back into my my degree is in, in, in physical fitness, and I was running the uh, the uh, health and wellness programs for Legacy Health systems. Yeah, you definitely work out. So <laughs> little I used to a lot, but not anymore. Um, so I did that for a little bit. Um, in 2008, when the economy went under. Uh, I lost my job and I went into law enforcement where I thought, well, you know, law enforcement's a, you know, it's a good job, good retirement, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm, Was in law mm -hmm. enforcement for about six years, six or seven years. Uh, Was not able to help people the way I wanted to. Yeah. Um,
0: Especially coming from a mental health background. Correct. Right.
1: Yeah. Correct. So I was able to get a job uh, actually doing uh, executive protection, which I really, really loved. Uh, I was protecting a lot of high profile clients.
0: And Uh, you worked for one of the... Probably the company, uh, we're not going to use their name, but the company in the industry, you were their number one asset correct. on the West Coast at the time. Correct. Right. Um, Big client names, famous people. Correct. You know, pop singers. Athletes, stuff athletes, like that. Athletes, yeah. CEOs, things correct. like that. Yeah.
1: Correct. Did a little bit of everything with that. I really love the job. Um, and then uh, when COVID hit, uh, people weren't traveling very much. Things weren't going on. So, Especially in the Northwest. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And to be quite honest with you, I didn't like being away from my kids as well. So that was kind of a struggle for me. Uh, my family comes first. My kids come mm-hmm, first. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, so. Because you were traveling to Africa. I well, mean, you were going. no, with... I was traveling mostly to the West Coast. West Coast. Coast stuff, you know. Still going to L.A. quite a, a bit. A lot of film shoots probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, so I was doing a lot of travel on the West Coast a lot. So, um, And then people weren't traveling very much. And so that's when uh, I was working for uh, a different company. And that's when you guys got a hold of me. And uh wasn't sure if I wanted to do it at first, and I came down, saw the saw the business model, and I thought, mm-hmm. this is something that uh, is going to be fun, yeah, It'll be we challenging. Said, we said, give us four hours. Yeah, give me. You said four hours. I said, okay, I'll give you four hours. <laughs> and I ended up going out with Reed for uh, after two hours of being with Reed, uh, I knew this was something I wanted to do. Yeah. So, I knew it was going to be an incredible challenge, um, and uh, but I knew at the end of the day, it was going to be rewarding. Yeah. So, it's awesome.
0: So. <clears throat> We we hire you on, you're, I think your employee probably number five, and right around that area, right around that.
1: Yeah, I was one of your one of your first ones that you hadn't had from holdovers some other ones. That's right. So yeah.
0: So you were on the ground floor. Ground floor. <laughs> and uh, I think the pandemic was still going on. Correct. The riots were still occurring. So it, you know Portland was a no go zone, essentially, especially at nighttime, and. We decided you come over almost immediately. I think it was a two-week transition. Two weeks. <clears throat> you come over, and we have our very first patrol in Old Town. <laughs> Why don't you take us back to that, that time and explain what happened that night?
1: God, that was a wild night. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a wild After that night, I was wondering, man, this is... <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be a successful model or not. <laughs> yeah. uh, the first night, we had the owners that were sleeping in there Coffee shop because that's right they were getting broken into every night and Uh, Mm
0: -hmm. riots on the streets riots on the streets buildings on fire buildings on
1: fire COVID constantly criminals
0: criminals everywhere tents
1: lined every sidewalk every sidewalk four hundred and
0: fifty tents in Old Town alone just yeah just in Old Town
1: yeah Uh, you had to watch where you walked there were feces all over the ground needles everywhere needles everywhere Uh, this is before
0: whites and blues people were still injecting they weren't smoking. They're fitting all.
1: And people always they always kind of lump security in with police, so they you know they hated us right off the bat, mm-hmm. you know, and um, so it, it was uh, it was interesting. It was uh, mentally exhausting, emotionally exhausting, and physically exhausting. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I knew that if we if we were going to be successful, we had to do something different. We mm-hmm. had to be we had to do something on the ground floor. That's right. And I I didn't realize it was going to be. As successful as it has been, mm-hmm. so
0: so the, the 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 coffee shop owners are sleeping in their coffee shop. It's probably what midnight,
1: midnight one o'clock. Yeah, yeah one a.m. almost. Yeah,
0: and then what? So what's gonna what happens?
1: So shot goes off. Yeah, yeah. It was the owners. They uh, were giving a warning shot to the people across the street. A bunch of gangsters across the mm-hmm. street that were robbing them and stealing from them and stuff. And they just had enough. And they were sleeping in their coffee shop. That's right. Because they. That's right couldn't handle anymore so um yeah shot went off police came out and the owners actually ended up getting in more trouble than the people across the street so, that's right so it was uh it was definitely um it was an eye-opener man like mm-hmm. it, it really was
0: uh they had been robbed i think two days prior correct and found the cash register in the tent across the street of the shot caller that block
1: captain correct. who lived across the street yeah 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 so <laughs> it, it was it was interesting and uh yeah. I remember going home that night thinking, we're gonna get this done. It's gonna be tough, we're gonna get it done, so.
0: And we were being asked at the time to transform, to essentially transform the Old Town neighborhood, which is roughly 70 blocks, right? It's historically um, underrepresented, right? Historically, I would say, overlooked in the downtown corridor. It's not a high-end, business district. It's not a high-end retail district, historically minority neighborhood. Right. I mean, it was Japanese town. And then when the Japanese were forced into internment camps, the Chinese came and bought everything on pennies on the dollar. And then it became Chinatown essentially in the, in the forties. Right. And then they're very insular. So there are, you know, it was their neighborhood. People kind of stayed out of it. And over time it became a place for prostitution and for gangs. Right to kind of run the streets. And it's up, up until really, up until recently, this has also been the case,
1: right? Correct.
0: So we get called to go into this area. All these property owners are expecting us to transform this neighborhood. And how far along was it until you came to me and said, Alex, we need to do something radically different here.
1: Uh, I think I was about two weeks in. Yeah, And I go, hey, do you trust me to do what I feel like I, what we need to do to make this work? And you're That's like, hey right. man, do whatever you what, do whatever you think. And uh, you know, the thing is, I had been around between security and law enforcement. I think at that point, I had already had 20 years in, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'd seen the old school method of doing security, and I kind of saw the transition over years on how we're kind of going to a different way of doing security. Mm-hmm. And I know that there, you know, a lot of security is you know observe and report, right? Yeah. and this is not that kind of security no nope, no one's going to come right yeah. and these businesses were losing money and I'm like and then my compassionate side I'm like you know what these people are suffering and they're being taken advantage of There, there's a lot of wolves down here
2: mm-hmm.
1: and there's a yeah. lot of sheep yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
1: and somebody had to come in somebody has to be the sheep dog that's right, right? so I took my vest off I took my gun off mm-hmm. put, a, put a black shirt on and my pants and I walked the street man and I just started talking to people, like understanding mm-hmm. why they were there, understand their story, um, figure out, every day I try to learn at least two names every day. Yep. You know, when it started, that was real easy the first time, then you, my memory's not real great, <clears throat> so it, it got a little bit harder, but learn two names every day. So, you know, after two months, you'll learn that's 120 names. And um, so, you know, it, it's, um, well, two months would be 60 names, sorry. Yeah, I got that yeah. wrong. I went to school in Portland, <laughs> that's why my master's is right, right? <laughs> That's true. Just watch them, watch them. Um, and, so, and so, it was just different, man. Like these people, they don't—they're not going to do anything with you or work with you until they trust you. Yeah. And it took a long time. Uh, it took a long time to build that trust until they yeah. really knew that I cared about them. And it wasn't just about helping the business owners. Yeah. It was about helping them as well. That's right. And so that's when we—that's when I was like, I would make a phone call. So we want to go into a shelter, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, can you get me to a shelter? I make a phone call.
0: How did that first phone call work? It was
1: horrible. It was. Wasn't it was it? terrible. <laughs> yeah. You call these different yeah. shelters and nope, 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 nope. And there's, because at that time. Who are there you? Was, there were, there was, what? Yeah, right. What do you, what do you want? You, you want you, a security? You want?
0: This is a security company? Yeah. You want to get someone into a shelter who's homeless? Click. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I had to start developing relationships with each shelter, you know, mm-hmm. going there, talking to them. Yep. And uh, because I didn't want to, you know, you never promise buddy on the street something you can't do, come That's through right. with. That's right. And I was getting a little discouraged because I'm like, we, we, we got it. The, the only way to solve this problem is for the community to come together mm-hmm, and to solve it. So I felt like everybody was kind of uh, wanted to do it their way instead of what was the right way f- for the people in the street.
0: Yeah, they're, they're, these organizations are definitely siloed. They're working alone. You know, they have their money, whether it's grant money or, or money they're raising as nonprofits, and they don't have to compete with other people right if, they, if they're if they seen networking too much they're seen as almost obsolete right because they're not doing a unique thing that's their that is their own and so we had to kind of we kind of had to push through those barriers convince people it's okay we're not coming for your business right we're, we're gonna make you look good right. right we're gonna fill up your beds right and we're gonna bring you people that will actually graduate your programs right, right?
1: right. well and, and the funny part was you know we we built partnerships with people, and they, they knew me personally, mm-hmm. and they're like, wait a minute, we heard you working for a security company, is that right? I'm like, That's yeah. Right. They right. go, hey man, they said they we can't work with you now, because you work for a security mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. And it was really discouraging. I'm like, I'm just out here trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. I just want to help people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I don't We're care. getting
0: people that are on the streets, living in tents, drug addicted, possibly being tra- trafficked, you know, for commercially, mm-hmm. sexually exploited persons, right? and we're just trying to get them back on the right track in life. And we're being shut down by these nonprofits and county and city organizations because we're quote-unquote a security company.
1: Right. Yeah, it was discouraging. And um, so, you know, I I think over time we just, we had to learn to kind of go around, do what we -hmm. we could do. And then we had a shelter that gave us 15 beds to fill, a shelter in Old Town, and we filled those. We had those beds completely completely full every night. getting people off the streets and then we had new management come in and they took those bets from us and and so i, th- I think that's at that point that was when we decided that i decided that i need to do something even different mm. and go into nonprofit work almost full-time that's right so and, and here we are
0: you came to me and and reed and said reed's the, the other business partner in echelon and said hey we need to do this full-time and uh, we were like, well, what does that look like? And you said, we need to hire guys like me that know the streets, that understand what's going on. Uh, and we need to do this full time.
1: Well, and I, and I think that's the hardest part, is working, it, when you're working in this industry, you work in the gray area a lot, right? You have mm-hmm. to do everything that's legal, moral, and ethical in the gray area, right? That's right. So how do you do 100%. that? How, how does that work? One, you have to understand the streets, how they work, mm-hmm. the nuances of it. It's a it's it's a very tight-knit group yep. community, right? The
0: social dynamics of dealing with yeah. gangs, <coughs> drug dealers drug dealers that aren't gangs, gangs everything. Pimps, prostitutes, or sexually exploited persons, right? Yes. And 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 how to navigate all that in such a way where we want to get people into shelters. So we're actually taking the customer away right. from the drug dealer without getting the drug dealer upset with us. Correct. Right.
1: And I think that's where the relationship building comes into play, mm-hmm. right? You have to you have to have a working relationship with the pimps, the drug dealers, uh, and to. the criminal activity. You, ha- you have to have yeah. a working relationship of respect and understanding. Like, and if you don't, you're just going to be beating your head against the wall. So, yeah. you do everything that's legal, moral, and ethical while working in this dark industry that we mm-hmm. work in. You know, down here. That's right. Um, it it, it could be very difficult. So. But in order to do that, like I said, in order to do that, you have to develop those relationships with people that you wouldn't, you wouldn't go out for lunch with, or you know, you wouldn't, uh, you know, hang out with, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to have that that uh, relationship with them mm-hmm. on the streets. And so we,
0: as we as this model kind of grew, we filed for the nonprofit, right? We get our tax filing that took forever, right? And as this model grew, <clears throat> we we kind of realized, you know, it had to work in succinct with with t- some type of intelligence service. So a, P- a network of private investigators or s- specifically one investigator that could constantly allow information flow when you're getting information, when we have information for security, right? Understanding who is who on the streets. <clears throat> we also had security. So knowing when security was needed and wasn't needed, when when kind of that nonprofit um, would be a better match for that s- incident. Right. So tr- learning how to triage calls. Um, all this is going on. Let's fast forward. And we're, again, we're not going to mention names, but we have an incident. And it's a, a call that um, the director of Salem actually uh, took. It was a shoplifting call at a, at a uh, store in Goose Hollow. And we identify the individual as a missing person. A missing person out of Pennsylvania right this person is the son of an elected official and so kind of tells that story and, and how we were able to help that person
1: yeah that was a pretty interesting story actually so I get a call from an echelon officer there's a guy here that needs some help mm-hmm. um, on the bags that he was carrying uh, that he had with him um, was a name wasn't his name so we wanted to find out if they were stolen or what, so we called yeah. this number.
0: They were nice bags. They were really nice. Yeah, matching yeah. luggage yes. set. Yeah. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> Not something you normally see on the street, right? Right, right. So we called, the, we called the number, and the lady answered the phone. And I'm like, we got your, your name here. It's some luggage. Got your name on it. And, mm. and uh, with this, we're with this guy's name. And she's like, you're with my son? Yeah. And I go, well, what's your son's name? She told me, I says, what's your name? He told me. And and uh, I'm like, yeah, we got him right here. And she starts crying. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, I've been looking for him for a long time. Yeah. We lost contact with him. He was living in Los Angeles. He came up, lost his job, came up here, came up to Portland. And he was about, he'd only been on the streets in Portland for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And he was this close to going in so deep. He would have never came back. out. He had
0: just just transitioned from heroin use to fentanyl use. Correct. Like within what a week period, I think. Week it was, period. Right, right.
1: So we worked with their mother, with her and uh, the father, and we were able to get him in a hotel that night because mm-hmm. you know they can say they want to go home or they want to change, but you you let them off the hook yeah, and they're yeah. going to be gone, yeah, right? Yeah, it yeah. happens all the time, yeah. and so we got him a hotel that night, so we knew exactly where he was. Uh, mm-hmm. Mom and Dad bought a flight for the next morning, mm-hmm. picked him up, took him to the airport, got him on the plane, went home, and they put him right a drug rehab. That's great, man. So.
0: And he's still in, uh, he's still clean,
1: right? Last I heard he was, yeah. 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 I haven't had a conversation with them for probably six, seven months, but last I, last I heard he was doing, he was doing fine. Yeah.
0: And so th- this is normal daily activity for us as a company. And so what, what we realized was, kind of like in overseas operations, just having a security component, you can't just send the military in to a nation, right? And think if you take out all the bad guys that you're gonna transform that community. And the same is true here, right? We can't just send the law enforcement agents in and put all the bad guys in jail and think that 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 somehow is gonna re-engage community. It's going to make everything flourish and make that area transformed.
1: Well, it actually makes it worse. It does, because it, it, it just worse. creates a
0: vacuum. Correct. And typically, you get a worse, a cr- true cr- criminal organization cr- steps in. Becoming you get Crips, Bloods, you get the Aryan Brotherhood. Someone so. will step in and take that vacuum over. Correct. Right? Because they see a large territory, and they're like, I want that. That's money, right? And so, you mentioned earlier, you know, part of our job is to become friends with drug dealers. Right?
1: Working relationships.
0: You have to. Yeah. Right? Yeah, working relationships, not friends, but yeah. And there was a drug dealer slash, I think he he might have been engaged in in pimping activities, but you developed a three-year relationship with this individual, and you were actually able to transition him back home as well. Correct, yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about that story?
1: Well, this guy was doing, he dabbled in a lot of different things, right? Yeah. Not, chop not, chops yeah nothing like this I, I don't know if he i don't think he ever pimped but i know he was he, he sold and he did what he had to do to survive right that's right um and uh um, i talked to him og he's an og oh, on yeah the street. and i talked to him all the time mm-hmm. and and that see that's i think that's the the main thing about what loving one another does is we we contact people every day on the streets mm-hmm. if i contacted you yesterday. I'll contact you tomorrow and the next day and the next right. day to see if there's anything you need. Right. So I I made contact with this guy. I happen to be working on my day off. I came in oh, I didn't in, know that. I happened Love on my that. day off. Yeah, yeah. I came in wow. and I drove by and go, "Hey go, what's up man? How you doing OG? You call him OG?" Mm-hmm. He said, like, "I'm not doing good, Spence." And I said, "Okay, what's going on, man? Stop." Got out of my car and he's like, "I can't do this anymore, man. I've been down here for 20 years on these streets and I can't do it, man." Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know you i know you got a daughter back in new york
2: mm-hmm.
1: i go let's call her let's just see what's up and um, so we called and she answered the phone and he talked to her and there were some pleasantries and tears and because mm-hmm. she hadn't talked to him in long, yeah, long years yeah long long time like four or five years a long think. time and uh i said so i got on the phone and i said hey, he wants to come home she's like there's no way i've been trying to get him home and i I can't believe this is happening. Like I want him home. Like I need to get him home. Yeah. And uh, yeah. she goes. Last time I talked to him, he wanted to come home. Like I could. We could. Just didn't work out, right? Yeah. Couldn't get him there because he's getting high all the time, right? You forget. Yeah. You get. You get high, and then, then you don't. Then also, you've also been there for twenty years. So that's a hard transition, right? A hard. Twenty years. 20 years on the streets. Street. That's yeah. hard, man. Yeah. I mean, there's people that can't even go stay in a hotel because it's too quiet for them, the right? Trauma. Yeah. So, I could tell he was ready to make a difference, or make, ready to go home, so um, we, uh, we bought him a bus ticket, mm-hmm. put him in a hotel, wanted to make sure he was good, uh, bought him a bus ticket, it was three days on bus, three days to get back there. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is, this guy's not going to make it back to New York three days on a bus if he can't use. Oh, for sure. There's no way. He'll lose his money. He'll, he'll yeah. get off in Spokane or yeah. Utah or to find a fix. So, yeah. And so the reality of it is, he has, the family has to send him money to so where he can get enough stuff to get home so he can get into rehab. Yeah. And uh, that's what happened. And um, he made it home. He's clean. He's got his own apartment. He's got his own car. It's awesome, bro. Uh, got a job. Got a job. That's right. He's, uh, he's doing really, really, really well. And, um, and, and that just comes from one, gaining their trust, right? Mm-hmm. Let him know when I first got down there. This guy didn't like me at all. No three years. Yeah Well, I mean I had a really good it took me six months to build yeah. a good relationship right and yeah. they keep building that right um, but It it, it, take, it took time it took a lot longer than yeah. I thought I mean here I'm a you know 6'4 white guy 350 pounds, right? These people on the street aren't gonna they're not gonna trust me. Yeah,
0: and you look and smell like a cop. Yeah, and that's what people thought I was a fan for a long time. Oh yeah, they didn't believe me. Me too. Read as well. Yeah, especially because we we drive Sprinter vans.
1: Correct. So and so, um, but but you know it to work down here, you know I had people spit on me, call me names, all that stuff, and that's okay. You know you have to have thick skin. If you don't have thick skin, you can't work Mm -hmm. down here. Mm -hmm. If you can't be called a name, you can't work down here. That's right. If you can't handle getting spit on without lo- losing it, you can't. You can't work down here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: See, the old model in security was somebody's in a doorway, you drag them out, right? Yeah, that's not that, humane. Pretending to be law enforcement, correct? Yeah. And that's not humane. It doesn't work. No. all it does is create problems. Well,
0: they'll get upset, and when no one's there, they'll just come back and break windows. Correct. Yeah, but,
1: but if I right can learn is. this guy's name, who's strung out, who's trying, just trying to find a dry place to sleep, and like I can say, "Hey Tom, listen, man, I know you're just trying to get find a place to sleep, I I said, they're getting ready to open up business. Hey, man, you want some coffee? Are you hungry? That's right. And guess what? Now they know you care, mm-hmm. right? You're not – I'll talk – I really talk to somebody for 30 minutes Then ever put my hands on somebody. Yeah. Won't happen.
0: And this is – and this really is – you kind of mentioned it, the business model. It's transformative, right? Most nonprofits, they had that field of dreams model where they say, we're going to build something great in a building somewhere far, far away – And what we need you to do is we need you to pack up everything you own, go steal a shopping cart, put it all in the shopping cart, push it for an hour and then wait in line for five or six hours with a 50, 50 chance that you'll get in. Right. Right. And people have lost hope because that model doesn't work for everybody. It might work for 1500% of the population on the street. uh, Mostly the people that are transitory, the mom, the kids, who got kicked out of their apartment last night because of a domestic violence situation. The sheltering system works very well in that regard. But when it comes to someone who's been engaged in criminal activity for 30 years on the street, that doesn't work, you know? These these folks in these tents, they have no sense of agency, they have no sense of worth. And so you and Terrence, you're going by these tents, and we're not just in Old Town now, we're in multiple neighborhoods across Portland. even Vancouver, Even Vancouver. Uh, Washington, right across on the river, and um, we go by these tents every day and get to know people, just to have a conversation, right? Give them a cigarette, maybe a bottle of water, check in on them, you know. Maybe they need wound care. We'll Even call. Just hear their story. Just yeah, just to listen, right? And over time, that relationship bec- becomes leverage, right? We're building a bridge away from a subculture that's keeping them enslaved. Almost, right? And we're building them a, that bridge of a relationship to a new identity, right? To a new sense of purpose where they can believe in, they can believe in that and almost sense it, right? And they're like, you know what? Spencer, he can help me out. Terrence, Terrence can get me help. And as soon as they're ready for help, we act and we get them in, into a shelter, right? So the sense of accomplishment you must feel is different than when you're in law enforcement, right? and mental health can you just kind of speak to that because <clears throat> i want the audience to really understand like the people you protected these were people of high net worth like you you were sought after by ceos of major companies um major performers i mean like platinum level performers right the the greatest people that are performing right now on stage you were running their security and their security teams, not just at concerts, but video shoots. You had major athletes that still to this day know you by name, right? And so you gave all that up. And a lot of that, I mean, I hate to say it, man, a lot of that's fame. It's not just money, but it's the fame of knowing all these people. Right. I mean, you kind of gave all that up to help out people that are dying on the street, man. And so what what did it take emotionally for you to make that decision, and how do you feel
1: about that? That's a lot. You just threatened me right there. Yeah, (laughs) I I tell you. I mean, you know, it started when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I can remember, you know, my dad. I tried to get emotional here. Um, I had wonderful parents. Wonderful parents, and they were, um, they were givers. And I remember my dad when I was sixteen. He told me. He said, "Son, you want to find out who you are." Lose yourself in helping others, mm. and so I always took that to heart. Like my dad was—I mean, I'm a big guy. My dad used to make me look tiny, right? He was mm-hmm. a monster of a man, but he had a bigger heart. And um, for the time I was little, I my dad would take me on service projects every weekend. We we're going, mm-hmm. going, going, going. And so my whole life, I mean, this is this is the role models that I had, right? We're we're here to help. That's mm-hmm. that's what we are as human beings. We're here to help others. That's mm-hmm. that's the whole reason that we're here we exist is to help others and so um, you know uh, I had that example and even when I was doing other jobs that I didn't really mm-hmm. that weren't that I care for that much I was still trying to find ways to to make a difference right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because it's just who I am is how I was raised in and, uh, and uh, you know that's why when I when I met Terrence I mean I was working I was working for what a year by myself oh,
0: alone solo
1: Solo, yeah. and I was running and I was gunning everywhere, mm-hmm. and I, it was taking a toll on me. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, you're working 80, 90 hours a week sometimes. Yeah,
1: and it was taking its toll. I mean, I had, I had to find a way to try to fill my cup, right? Mm-hmm. And
0: we're, you're and, being surrounded by folks who are over People we've developed rel- relationships with just overdose.
3: Yeah.
1: We're losing people we know every week. Every week. Yeah. And so when Terrence, when Terrence got hired on, uh, I saw the way that he worked with people. Because the thing is, this job's tough because you you can hire somebody that's really, really nice, a really nice person, a great person. Mm-hmm. But if they don't understand the streets, they're not going to be successful. Yeah, that's right. And so it's very, you have to be very particular in who you hire to do this mm-hmm. job. And when I met Terrence, I'd been around him for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, for you know, a good six months. And I'm like, this is, this is my guy right here. I know, I know. I go, this is my guy right so, here. So this, guy, this guy's got compassion. He's got love. Terrence, he understands. Terrence,
0: Worked at the security company, Echelon, right? And obviously, he was one of the top performers at, the, at Echelon. <laughs> and Spencer comes and says, hey, uh, yeah, I need him on the team. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I said, no, yeah. you're going to get me this guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I was yeah. like, uh, bro, <laughs> like, you just want all the all-stars <laughs> on your team, bro.
1: Just this one. And he was like,
0: no, no, no. He's different, bro. He's special, man. He gets it. And I'm like, I know. That's why he's at Echelon. <laughs> and you're like, no, bro. I need this dude. And so, you know, we raised the money and we got there. But ultimately, it was Terrence's decision. And so, I mean, how did you feel about that? I mean, you were at the you're at the pinnacle. I mean, you were killing it. Everyone loves you at Echelon. And you're like, hey, I mean... I, to, to the point where we wanted, we wanted to bring you into leadership, we saw you as long-term running a city, right? And, and you know, you also had to step away from that. So how did that make you feel? What was going through your mind when you were talking to Spencer about all
2: this? So when I first came in, um, Echelon Great Group um, came through, made me feel like family. Uh, never had anyone that down here in mm-hmm. Portland that treated me like you guys. Um, It was a wild ride very fun interesting you know good good group (laughs) yeah good group um just made me feel like I was at home um didn't discriminate um people of all kinds just loving um made me feel like a family I first got in good company barbecue um we did it good um it was great um so it was just a bunch of family just made me feel like home um and then What really brought me into more, um, when I started, I really got deep off into it. When um, I just saw, I really met you guys individually. Uh, I started meeting you guys one-on-one and it just, something deep down inside me just knew that you guys was like a different, you was different from everyone else out here. Uh, You took me in as a little brother, um, you know, showed me the right paths, just both of you, not just, you know, just one of you, but Mm -hmm. the company and Spence alone. But it was was a certain thing that really got me more into, like, doing outreach. So when we first came in, um, when I first came in with Echelon, I was just doing, you know, my everyday duties. And then um, so I was meeting up with Spence, you know, um, on my breaks. Um, We would go get lunch or anything. And then Mm -hmm. um, just one day I had a bad day with work. Um, I was going through a little stuff back home, some deep issues, and nobody had never saw me like really get on his side, but one day, I'll never forget, I was on the side of a land garden, and um, I was just stressed out. It wasn't anything in particular to work, just long day, um, and I was crying. Um, I had actually lost someone. Um, mm-hmm. I was crying, man, and um, Spence snuck up on me. Um, I was sitting in my car, man, just having a bad day, man, he just came and talked to me man showed me the way man I never like felt like love in that particular time down here um just being away from family and um just being down here a long time it really takes a toll on me um been away from my family for like 2 years um rare visits barely go down and visit them so when I do go down it's like a special moment mm-hmm. but um not to get off into that but back into the the main focus um so yeah, we was we was on the side and um Spence would just pump me up and motivate me every day to just push. And um he really just gave me that strong urge to just be a better person in particular. Um it wasn't just so much on the just com- compassionate side, but it was also like loving and caring for one another. I never felt someone that gave me and led me in another path to, you know, spread that love with one another like Spence did. Mm -hmm. Um, He showed me every way, whether it was just going out and doing outreach or just loving one another or just talking to somebody. Uh, He showed me that special love that everybody needs in their life. And um, it was just, it's just different. That's how I can see him aside from everyone else and just, not just him, just everybody. Um, Everybody in the company made me feel that type of way, whether it's staff, uh, security, leadership, everybody. So the companies along just great, uh, showed me good ways all the way around, and I could never ask for more or better, so. And
0: so, kind of your background, you've modeled. Yeah. You have a huge following on TikTok, like 80,000, 90,000 followers, right? Big fan base. You're growing with one, I mean, we're in six states already. Correct. So you're growing with one of the fastest growing companies in America. And you're like, I'm gonna do nonprofit work. I'm going to work with homeless people. And I tell you, man, it's, it just, it's a testament to your character Most definitely. that you made that decision. So you essentially, you sacrificed your, I mean, you had a lot going for you.
2: Actually. Yeah. Cause I also played basketball too. Um, coming up, I was a college big time, time. Yeah. Big time athlete in the state of Louisiana. Um, I went down, I played Juco. Um, I was, First team All-State coming out of high school, first team All-Conference. Um, moved down to Baton Rouge, played a little ball. And I actually came down here at first to get um, a partial scholarship with Portland State, but somehow it didn't work through. But sacrificed a lot of things to do the good work out here in the street supporting, so.
0: It's amazing, man. I appreciate both of you. So we could, we could probably stay in studio and continue to just tell stories but I think what the audience and what we love to do, and what the audience wants to see, is just us hit the streets hard and show them what we do right now.
1: What do you think about that? that? Sounds good. Sounds. All right, good. You let's, want to do roll yeah, let's roll out. Yeah, roll. All right,
0: it's the ride along for a reason. We're gonna hit the streets. You'll see us when we get there.
1: Hey, where you at? We'll meet you over there. All right, bye. So they're up here. Curl place by the mid spa. That's 14th of what, Lisa? Oh. Yeah. No. Um, by, by Bur- just south of Bur- or north of Burnside, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: So we know everybody on the street because we've been doing this for, okay. for several years. Got it. And I, what I tell people is you should really come and do a ride along. If you do a ride along, mm-hmm. you'll see kind of how we work and what we do but last last month alone we transitioned about around 120 people into shelters tiny homes into detox right some type of program or facility we we only partner with people that have uh, success rates of 80 of percent and higher okay so like union gospel mission city team um victory outreach organizations that are pretty historical salvation army right okay um, so
1: you partner with them?
0: Yeah, we partner with them. We and we also uh, get people into city and county beds. So we're making we're meeting up with Bach. Uh, he had a guy we're trying to help out. So you know, we just arrived. We're about to hook up with some folks, and uh, hopefully we can
1: talk to these people right here. So.
4: Hopefully, LOA can pay. for cigarettes. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, non nonprofits
1: don't pay for cigarettes. Perfect. No
0: kind of hard, we, we gotta, we gotta, we're, we're working yeah, around it. it we're it's trying to figure it out. Yeah. It's a definite right. work around, bro. All right. We, we buy in bulk and we have a lady who makes it, but then a lot of the guys spend their own cash on them. Because there's no reimbursements for that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you need it, you need it. It's a definite
4: need. This hey, box, my man. Right? Hey, it's Michael. Hey, I got some shoes here for you, bro. You want a couple of them? I got some shoes. I got a nine and a 10. Which ones them. do you think will work? you want to try nine and a half or 10? What's up, man? How you, you doing? You remember Spencer? Yeah, I think I've met you before. How you doing, brother? Good to see you again. You can have them, OK? All right, bud. OK, good luck. You got enough water on you? I'll bring you some water.
1: Hey, also, we have a resource center off of First and Cooch, Northwest. We have clothes, shoes, blankets, tents, stuff like that. If you need something, let us know, OK? You can come by. We're usually there about 3.30 on in the afternoon. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks. A yeah. T-shirt, then, Mike. T-shirt and water. T-shirt and Mike water. Got water. I can okay. give him water. All right. So,
0: this isn't a client. This. That is. This is a client. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We're yeah, just yeah, watching yeah. out for folks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Cool.
4: Yeah. They, he just got posted this morning. Yeah. In fact, they just tore it down.
1: What he got? He got posted. He got posted.
2: Yeah. yeah. The up post is going on. Whip up a hole. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So like they essentially have five days. Yeah. Seventy-two hours. Well,
0: yeah. it, unless it's the Sydney posting it, then they have five days and then it's a crime. Well, no one knows anything, yeah. right? Yeah. It could have been It could have been rapid response in. or it could have been- It
4: was rapid. We saw them post. Oh, okay, it yeah, it's hours. probably 72 hours. Probably, yes, but, but I didn't 72. look close to it. Yeah.
0: You wanna go check on that guy passed out in, in the tent? Which one? There's a guy around the corner passed out. There.
4: Oh, I did already. Oh, okay, good. He's good, good okay. but I, I need to go up to Mark Spencer Hotel. Okay, roger, let's go. Okay.
0: So we already checked out, uh, Bach already checked that guy out. He's squared away, he's good to go. No OD. We got a call, that was Bach. He had a guy, he's on a building, he's in a tent. He got posted, so he has 72 hours to move. And so we're, you know, we came by, he needed some shoes, we brought him some shoes. The idea is that hopefully we can use that to try to get him into a shelter. Spencer gave him the address of the resource center, hopefully he'll come by, and we'll be able to talk to him and say, hey man, you're gonna get moved, Why don't you, you know, get off the streets? Mm -hmm. So everything is a conversation starter. We're always trying to have a conversation with somebody. Mm -hmm. Right now we have another call. It's kind of urgent. We're probably going to miss the call, Mm -hmm. right? So box Box in downtown today,
2: I think?
1: He is, yeah. Okay. So I think we roll over there. No, I think he's downtown, too. Downtown, too? West End. West End. End. Yeah, because I think...
2: uh, Pringle's downtown, yeah,
1: correct.
0: So, All right, we're gonna break off. We're gonna try to meet, with, meet up with them. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. So we just jumped out of the car. We didn't get a lot of time to get the video up and running, but we had a couple of guys. They were under a jacket to catch the smoke. There, you know, you, you crush up your pills, your whites or your blues. You put them on a foil a piece of foil, and then you light it from underneath. It's like a makeshift uh, kind of like a pipe, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you just inhale the smoke. Eh, through a straw and um, and then you catch the smoke, you know, so it doesn't leave a way they can try to So we just have to talk to these guys Spencer and Terrence, uh, they already knew who, who, who they were So that kind of made it a little bit easier and um, Yeah, you could talk they didn't want any help, but they moved on again, like it's essentially decriminalized. You're not supposed to use narcotics in public, but it's decriminalized for possession level so just, people just do it. Can you put your seatbelt on though? Oh yeah. Yep. We never break traffic
2: laws on the ride along. They might they might take you through this line. Wait up here that long. Yeah this like Look at that dude. Parking. That's probably who they're calling for.
0: Yeah. And this is their hotel. Parking, right.
2: parking lot. You're doing okay? Yeah. Go well. what,
4: what's going on, man? I got a call that we're worried about you. It looked like you were down, like maybe you were sick or something. I can't hear you. What's that? Airwalking. Good? You you need a cigarette or anything? I'm good.
2: Okay. Yeah. Need
0: some help up? up? He, he has he like did? a brand he new haircut. Food? I think that he's. Just he hungry? Anything like that? Some dude he used he and needed. He did need all resources. I don't know. Yeah, I'm he has a brand I've never new. Seen before he has a brand there, new haircut, bro. Huh? I'm he's wearing never seen new, before. new, he's new seen underwear, new, now, new clothes, new shoes. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: yeah. They look like go. he has the full set So
0: he he's recently houseless or he's not? He's just used and needed a place to chill. Yeah. Because his haircut's like brand new. It's fresh. His clothes are real super clean. Super clean.
5: Hasn't been out long. No 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 no.
2: No. Yeah, so, And he had no sores and anywhere.
0: I didn't, I didn't recognize him. I'd Me know, neither. Ninety percent huh? of the people down here.
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, if, if none of you guys
0: know him, that's a
5: pretty good. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Cool. All right. All right.
0: Good talk. We're gonna go to the 12th and Taylor. So that guy, he hasn't been on the street long, right? Uh, fresh haircut, brand new clothes. So probably a guy who just got used to using. He didn't have any sores on his body, so he didn't. He wasn't interested in talking. So. Good talk. that that dude Eli seems pretty legit, right? Yeah. 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 He lives here. Oh, does he? Yeah, he lives in Portland. He's like, dude, y'all are, from what everyone tells me in Portland, y'all are doing the only thing that's working. And he goes, I think every major city needs this. LA, San Diego, San Francisco, Phoenix. He's like, like, so I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm going to do this uh, thing, man. Hopefully we can change the world, you know, basically. I yeah. All right, so we got here. The call ended about 30 seconds before we arrived. Um, you know, but when you call for backup, it's usually an interesting, weird situation. I guess the original guard was able to de-escalate it. Uh, Box has been riding around with The New York Times, so he's going to go drop them off. They're done. They've been up all night following our team around. So, we're gonna break from here, we're gonna head back to the van, and then we're gonna go help some folks, because that's our mission, all right? Good talk?
1: All right. Good times. Good times. Oh, mm-hmm. double wave. We need, We do need to go over and uh, talk to that gal over there off of uh, 237 Broadway, or a Discount Auto. Mm-hmm. What size shoe are you? Oh, we got a pair of shoes for you. Mm-hmm. You want a pair of shoes? I got an extra pair in the van. You
2: know. She didn't want okay, to so too you dirty. want some clean ones? What's that? He's right
0: there. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go tell him the situation. She didn't want him. So this there, is, is a client, anything. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> they do a bunch of properties in the area. And early this morning, late last night, a dude rode up in a hatchet and just attacked the guy's van. We had the video. Spencer actually caught the guy in video doing it. I so we we'll give it to the producer, but. Trying to keep so that So trying together? to help the guy out, but at the same time we want him to move because yeah, they're bringing a lot of attention to a property that we want to keep clear. So, these are all of our properties. That's our property, that's our property, that's that, this, that, 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 that over there, that over there. We got a bunch of properties all around here.
2: Hell, yeah. Time yeah, to duct tape it up.
1: Yep. Duct tape, baby. Fixes everything, bro. Duct tape make it all right. Sure it does. Whatever you need, just let us know. We'll help out with that. I mean, I know you love your chocolate donuts. Actually,
2: I love some cream. I like yeah, the with,
1: with chocolate. He's with us. He's, he's doing a thing on our nonprofit.
2: Uh, uh, head up next time. Hey, yeah, yeah. Sorry,
1: he's with our. He's doing. We're yeah. doing our nonprofit stuff. Just documenting us. That's all. Um, Boston cream still has chocolate on it though, bro. Doesn't it?
2: Um, that's my favorite. I get one
1: of those in the morning time too. I love Boston cream. Yeah. Yeah, got chocolate with the filling in the middle. Right? Hey, have you ever been to the uh, what's that donor shop we go to down here right off mm-hmm. of uh, Burn? No, no Burnside. Is it Annie's? Annie's Donuts. Annie's oh my
0: best donuts So if you go over yeah. Burnside Bridge, that's what
2: we eat every Sunday at the church. Yeah. By the They're Platt the Pantry? Oh, for real? Yeah, oh, bro. Oh, the oh,
0: So is this dude gonna come back? That's what I'm
1: worried about. They got No, so ones. what happened was there was two kids that came to the van on bicycles. They don't stay here. They stole something from him. And the bag was right here, so he came back. He took it. To take it back and he got mad and just smashed the windows out. This one right here. And that's kind of how it went. Then I jumped out of the truck. And,
5: hey, man, chill out, you know, relax.
1: Because he was going to keep going. Yeah.
0: And what, we Teresa? She showing not no
1: help. No. We, we need to call uh, east side, um, central east side, and have them come pick up the trash, too, Okay. actually. So let me get the number for that. So who's standing there?
2: That's Theresa? Uh, yeah, yeah. Both of them. Both are, both She's still tents. there. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh. Two. Two. Um,
1: she got the tents from uh, Urban League. They're trying to help her get her an apartment. Urban League.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Trying to get her, help her get her an apartment. But I told her I to get her to a tiny home, but she uh, doesn't funny. like to be around people. So. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. To a car dealership
2: is? Uh huh. That side right here. On that side? Yeah. Push that's, not
1: push that's, it? that's not ours. Yeah. Uh, we can push it down there. Her cat never really goes anywhere, just stays around here. Never the runs off. Cat? Never runs off. No, it's that's hers. Nice. Oh nice. That's your cat, right? What's, his, what's the cat's name? Huh? Trixie? She never even wanders off, does she? You know what would be really cool for this van? is to put some paneling side, or something to make it more uh, homey, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Trixie, Otherwise. Trixie. They're
0: tearing this building down. Oh yeah? Yeah. Trixie, come here. It. It, it went back to the bank. Ooh. So now Trixie. the bank is our client, and they're gonna tear it down. It's gonna be like a parking
2: lot. Well, that's another good way to do it, like It's easier, that. easy to manage. Yeah, for sure. Until they start camping in the field. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think they're gonna wait for the, the market, to, they're tearing that down.
2: They are tearing this down?
0: Yeah. They're going to have like a just a vacant lot, and then when the market comes back, I think they're going to put some like apartments there or something. That
1: yeah. makes sense. Who, who owns that?
0: The bank owns it now. Oh, the bank does? It went back to the bank. So
1: we are doing security for, we do security yeah yeah, tourism, yeah, yeah, right?
5: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, they're really happy.
1: Are
5: they?
0: Yeah, I mean, there were like seven or eight tents around there the other day. Yeah. A couple oh, weeks I ago. Oh, I know.
2: There's one on the other side that just popped up, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to go we'll take it one popped up actually this morning you want to walk around there
1: real quick and just yeah, talk let's to go him? Okay. we're gonna roll we right back buddy okay
0: so the goal What's is to again?
1: Huh?
2: this guy right here I forgive, man. I so it, I've known him deal. I've known him for three years bro. yeah we've been knowing him for a minute but, but I, it's I another one that looks exactly like him as well so but I think his name um he lives off chocolate donuts. oh no shit so he likes I bought him a dozen
1: donuts one time bro yeah he, he, he helped donuts. me like relocate like six tenths Oh, yeah, this is a good, he's a good dude. I oh, think power. Yeah, he's gone. He's, got, he's gone, he's locked up.
2: So he buys and flips cars. Oh, yeah, he's got that's a whole a generator, bro. He's got a camera on the back. Yeah, he got a camera on the back. End. Sorry, he got so it.
0: this, he's not home now, but this guy owns all these cars.
1: Actually, mm-hmm. and there was one up here, he, two more up here that he owned. Yep, and then it was so two and he's missed, more. So he's one more back there that he must be driving. So He, he had just five, he had flips five cars. Total. Yeah, he goes to the auction, buys them, flips cars. So he said he's going to relocate his uh, mother home. So.
2: Look
0: at Yeah, they fun. did a good job. I mean, it's not bad looking.
2: No, it's not. He, he it looks just, a lot
0: better than it did. He's yeah.
2: asking 7000 For what? For that. For that Honda. Yeah.
0: yeah. Kind of worth it.
2: And like four for the red one, right? Is it stolen? You know, no, he buys them at auctions. Yeah, he bought me auctions. All of them clean. I, right just, I just That's passed gone. out. He been sitting right there since this, this morning. You good? Hey, what's up, man? What's
1: up, How you doing?
5: I don't know, man. Slow motion. Really at all. Yeah? yeah? Is this your tent right here? Something like that. Something, Something like that.
1: <laughs> all right. We're just blocking the so Yeah,
5: yeah. You know, I'm trying to get my poles and shit in because uh, I had no sticks so I could move it. You oh, gotcha. Move out from the sidewalk. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So I, I just got the sticks together, man.
1: Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I can move it right out the street right there. Oh, you're going to go to the
5: street? Right here, so the sidewalk be free.
1: Okay. Yeah, we just, uh, the building was kind of, they're trying to, they're going to sell this building to tear it down. Yeah. So we're
5: just. Oh, good for you, man. Get in there, man. That's what's up. This you you got to get, get there early in the morning. Yeah, yeah, I know. I used to work at my first job here, man. Look, we ended up never saying never. But, um,. Yeah, Had to get from around the circus over there, so I can get over there in the morning. So. Mm, okay. okay, and right. that's a one step closer to yeah, where yeah, you need to be. Yeah, that's yeah, good. What's it's your it. name, bro? Uh, JC. They call me Pops, J-C. man. Pops. All oh, right, Spencer. Yeah. Kyle, I'm Terrence, your brother. Can't,
3: can't, can't, can't,
5: can't, can't, Alex. can't. Alex. Alex. Yeah, man. Oh, I done did it all, man. Hooper, TPI, you know, um, you know, Buck into the basement drive, and I let them youngsters, man, get it off my kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And it ain't been right since they trapped out the bathroom and then everything else went on after that. Mm-hmm. So, what I, you know, there's a new download about that that of you know, i come out of the cocaine area, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, they was, they was, they was, they was uh, they, I didn't know I was jumping through hoops, man, when I was tap dancing, so. Mm-hmm. The yeah. difference, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. I'm so, um, paying yeah. for it now, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, yeah, stuff like that, man. Well, my son out here did anything to keep family? you not know how you gotta keep them it's
1: the other way around. You know? Yeah. Anything we could do for you man? Anything you need? Uh
5: I don't know man. What, what could I need out here, man? But just stay out the way. Well, there's that, but you know I mean what kind of services y'all be offering, you know?
1: We have we have a resource center, we we have clothes, we have shoes, we have uh, blankets, we got all kinds of stuff.
5: Yeah, we ain't got some.
1: We can get you into a if a shelter, we could try to get you into a tiny home, we could try to get you into
5: tiny home be good if I I gotta wait till I get in here. You know? I just got out, man. Boy,
1: as well let we well, me um I'll tell you what. Let's do this then. Let's um Yeah, gotta just it over there, man. You know the youngsters, man. How you about
5: know?
2: we get them downsized too? And so, yeah. You want a you here.
1: want a new tent, A little bit smaller tent yeah,
5: yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I got for now. For now. I got a spinal problem, so I can't I can't keep bending over. That's why I had to. Like, oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. To bend. So what'd you
1: say your first name once again? John. John. Yeah. You, you know, got disabilities, but but you can you you can move okay. Uh, you you get to the bathroom, all that kind of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can okay. do that. Okay.
5: Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just um, I got that spinal thing, telepathy thing, and I just had uh, hernia surgery under my grind.
1: so. You got a phone number?
5: Uh, yeah, 349. I got to go three. over you got to do my phone. It got pretty banged up, so it's not, it went off. I didn't use it. The free phone? Yeah. If yeah. you didn't use it, uh, 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 they charged me $18 to get it back on or something like that. 349 what? It's on my phone right here. OK.
1: Yep, got it. Yeah, I got a uh, uh, memory. Alright, we'll get to Hooper in the morning. Yeah, man. Get in That's there and then when you the get question. out we'll we'll get you inside.
5: Alright, we'll go.
1: I got your number. I'm gonna send you my my name is Spencer. I'm with Loving One Another. I'm loving gonna one text another? yeah, I'm yep. gonna text you my number. Uh-huh. Okay. So you gotta let me know.
5: Alright, you like returning them? What? Like returning, What is the state.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh I'm not familiar.
5: All right. Does the agency just opened up home, what is it, going home
1: or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh huh.
5: Yeah. I had just got out, so I signed with them but I gotta go to Hooper first, before they could do anything for me. I don't know what's
2: up. Uh, uh, what is it? What's on? Mlk.
5: Uh, what is it? VOA. DHS. VOA. Is it uh, Volunteers of America? Oh. Mm. Yeah, they it's... had a place for me, but uh, but I gotta go to Hooper first, so I had to make that connect.
2: And that's what they do out in the park, right? VOA, yeah.
5: Volunteers yeah. of America. What is it? Uh, Harry Watson House. Mm. It's the African-American house, first one to be a way Yep. But I never made it to uh, Hooper I'm the one. I think Pastor Hennessy's involved. So Hooper's what, four weeks? Hooper's only five days. Oh, five days. Yeah, to clean out. When they dropped me, they didn't have the people come get me, man. So I was in the street that weekend, and it was a holiday. And they're supposed to have the people come get me from the PO's office. Nobody never came, so they let me out for the weekend and all help you, you know, so
1: mm. after 11 months, you know. So, well, I'm going to send you my number, so when you get out, you call me. I'm going to make sure you get inside, okay? All
5: right. All right man. Appreciate it, all,
2: all right, yep. God right. bless.
1: Nice man. to meet
0: you, Pops. Thank you, man.
5: Thanks for coming around, man. Always. One love. Yeah, man. No doubt, man. And, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> I can't wait the next group, man. <laughs> and <laughs> the, they, what you don't want to do, you know? Yeah, man. They he are going to be tearing down. this
0: building down soon. Yeah. right here, but I should yeah. be out
5: over there, man, the next
2: day or so. All right. Well, let, you, let us know if you need anything before uh, you go in, brother. Uh,
5: how do I, he's gonna give me the number, right? Yeah. All right.
2: No problem, man. All right, pops. Yep. Right, right. <laughs> I just saw her home. She, she probably popped up in the window. We probably got to go to their covers. To where? To their window. Hey, right? anybody home? Yeah, she right there. Both.
1: Hey, Spencer.
2: She said he's what? I can't hear you. What? He's
1: Okay. All right. So just I'm just waiting for the confirmation, and I mean I know you're in, but I just gotta get a confirmation on what day. Okay. And if it doesn't run, we'll get it towed. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll do that. Thank you. Get that piece work. I'm going to ask John, she doesn't really want to talk she right is. now, so I'm just going to let her see, be. Right yeah, I was just going to let her be. So, 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 so we got them, I, I got them into Sunderland RV Park. Okay, okay good. Okay. I'm just waiting on, because they just, today they opened it up, and they're only taking like, they're only taking like 10 a day. To well, they got all the there. people already lined up. Yeah, well, yeah, but they're not taking all those people. Oh, that's good, that's good. So, they have 68 spots, and I think there's 43 RVs over there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So I called in a favor and I was able to get them in nice. to Sunderland. So Does it run? He said it does. Like, just they just it for does, it, but okay. I got him okay. part for it, so if nice. not, they'll tow it. Alright. And, right.
0: to All right. and so. we got Pops, he's gonna be moving. Yep. Hopefully yep. he will get into detox. Hopefully. Yep. You think he meant victory outreach? No. Volunteers of America. Over on MLK. Yeah,
2: yeah. He definitely mean that. That's um what he, does he do out there. Take in, care Pops. In the uh in uh, in the church. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, the Sunday Samaritan just, thing? Yep. Yeah. We need to talk to Teresa. See if Teresa's willing to move.
1: Well, she wants to relocate? Yeah,
2: she told us she did Remember? Yeah. I, I mean, we can Here's like the thing. Spot.
1: Here's the thing. I just talked to her. Oh. She's in a mood right now. So yeah. OK. So I don't want to push it and burn out. No, nah, yeah. I get it. So I'll come back later, talk to her. Some people are turned off by cameras, right? Always. Um, so, I'll come back and talk to her, sure. she said her PTSD from military is really high right now, so she doesn't want to deal with certain things, so I'm going to respect that if you're cool with that.
0: Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Are we going to push old buddy?
1: Yeah. I was just going to say, do he need some help with it? Yeah, I'm going to go talk to him right now. Yo.
0: I think I might have a cordless. Let me check.
1: Let me check.
2: So do, we need the help?
1: so, do you want to try? Do you guys want to try to push it today? Down there.
2: If so we can. We, well, we can got get, a lot of people we here. Got so. Lot of people, so.
1: If you need to push it, we could do it. You guys could just even go right across the street over here, if you wanted to. Not to even go that far.
2: Okay. Yeah. If you can yeah. do that, we could um, back it up and help you push it along right fast. Right. So. Back it up. Yeah, oh, well, I'm we can gonna, move it trash. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move that we can trash. move that trash and push it forward. So, if you can hop in the, hop in the front and put it in neutral, and we'll uh, push it out for you.
1: We're just going to help move it across the street. Oh, yeah. Those are pretty cool.
0: You got that inner tube? going to so have the inner tube.
1: Yeah. So you gotta oh put yeah. the um Oh
0: there
2: you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Nice, nice. Oh yeah. So I shouldn't pop.
1: Hey! Let's go! How high do you gotta take it? oh you're looking for a for a hole
0: well my concern is that there's a dude with a hatchet that already attacked the vehicle right right getting him the furthest away from this point seems seems smartest. Yeah, because they were there. all
1: they were all sitting there watching it Just you for like four oh miles. cool you good yeah, yeah. I own the
0: security company that has a contract here Echelon so, this is a nonprofit, so we're trying to get these folks to choose another place to go. Especially after the hatchet thing. It's too much, bro. And then that's Teresa. She's a vet. We got her place, place, uh, we got her uh, shelter to go to, so she should be gone in the next day or two. Wow, there's another huge tent, just another bog down.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right behind the store. That's what we try to Way down there. Yeah, that's what we try to do. Let it build up stuff right there so much because if not, they're going to be right there and yeah, take yeah, out yeah. of properties, and that's right. Get it across the road. Yeah.
0: Crazy. Yeah. See, it just goes down. It just, you know,
1: so seconds. every block,
0: be man, just covered. That would be. Covered. Yeah, let me. Um, so he, I guess he borrowed that tool? Oh, he's trying to get the cat.
2: I'm trying to catch the cat without him running away. Oh, almost got
1: him. Hey, do we do we have any um, spots for a, a woman at Reedway? No, we don't have any at Reedway. Okay. All right. They don't. They, do they take pets or no? When are they going to open up the, the uh, Clinton Triangle up there? So he's taking a okay. call, are obviously. Are they gonna have any spots open there or trying to get shelter cool? space
0: for the female that's in the vehicle? I think I mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah, that's right. You they were that. attacked by that. a guy yeah. with a hatchet. Yeah. 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 Yeah like just a couple, like earlier this morning, really early. um, And what what day probably The space isn't safe. This is a client. We don't want that that happening here. They're in a vehicle. They're they're illegally allowed to live in a vehicle. So there's no laws or security issues really going on. But we just want the safe, safe outcome for everybody,
1: right? Okay, that's cool. All right. I'll just wait. I'll just wait to hear from you then. All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. All All right, bye stressed
2: out okay.
0: yeah. stressful work
2: yeah.
0: so the negotiation because they're not doing anything illegal so the negotiation is always the hardest part right you're out on the streets you're trying to you know do the best thing for everybody yeah. and so that just takes having a long conversation with people being diplomatic making sure that they understand you know we're just trying to help
1: right oh he was fired up I thought he was just gonna start swinging that thing through the wind like at people yeah yeah he pulled that hatchet on just smashed that window and was just
3: swinging around yeah shooting was he back in there and okay yeah I think so in fact a guy with a hatchet attacked him earlier this morning yeah he got a fucking shot like a month ago or something right here. Right out yeah. here, and yeah. it was like we all thought he was dead, so it was a little odd. So I work over here, so uh, no, it's okay. wild out here. It, it is wild out here. It's wild.
0: So I own a security company. They're my client. 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 Right. Yeah, it's so fucking
3: wild. This, is a, it, this is our shop. Luckily, we have a guy who's down on his luck who's staying actually in his van working for us right in front of us. So he's kind of our security right now. But, oh, that dude right there. Yeah. No. Oh no shit. Sure. Right. Okay, cool. Right, cool. But this, this, this here, family this family 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 one over family here, this—that's the Fent tent right behind okay. me. Okay, they, they—they're—they're selling shit all day, all the time. Who's in there? Like five. He people. works across the street. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like five people. So the guy in
0: that van—he actually is working for them right now. Yeah. So oh, he just died on the Look,
3: he—he just—he's moving to Alaska. Had a transmission problem. Knows how to build transmissions. So we've—we. We, we, Said, if you work for us, you can build your transmission. So he's kind of, he's going to be probably leaving soon, okay? That sort of thing. He's on his way to Alaska.
0: He said he, this guy was yeah. like shot maybe yeah, this a month ago, got
3: shot like less than a month ago. This guy, yeah, well, surprised yeah, me. I've known him for two couple years, yeah. Okay. So he got shot and they quarantined off the whole area and everything. I was assuming it was probably the fence tent that's down the way here because mm-hmm. these guys are always having problems stealing bikes, stealing all kinds of shit all the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a wrecking yeah. yard basically, yeah, okay. and uh. So you, I've just been kind of keeping an eye, like, is this guy ever coming back or whatnot? And then I see everybody here, and I'm like, yeah, uh-oh, yeah, yeah, something yeah. happening again. Or well, this what? morning,
1: some guy I was standing right here in my car, and there was a guy who came with a
3: hatchet, so I, he broke the window out and was yelling at him so. and stuff. It's fucking wild out here. It's wild. I had to stop a lady from getting her purse snagged right in the middle of the street. She clearly had a drug problem too. Damn, Ooh, sure. But so sh- this dude's probably your guy's size. She's a little thing, and he's. Wrenching on that fucking person, she's fighting, fighting, and I come running up because I'm out here having to smoke. I come running up because I just can't, like, to not do it. Of course, anything, Yeah. And so I come up and I'm ready to fucking <laughs> let him have one, and then he lets go of the purse and mm-hmm. wants to start swinging a chain at me and shit. It was. That's just day yeah, one. That's like and every day in Portland, it, baby. Fucking, I gotta stop a dude who's yeah. chasing another. It's, it's insane yeah, out here. Like in wild over here. Yeah. It's insane. It is. Yep. It is, man. It is insane, bro. You looking for a job? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> well, you don't have like, a tow rope, do you? Yeah, I think we might have a tow rope. Are you trying to get this thing out of here? Yeah, we're gonna tow it down the street. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, we might have one. I'll, I'll check.
0: Dude, let's just push it, bro.
3: Well we can yeah,
2: push, we'll push it. bro. It.
0: There's three of us, man. Yeah, it ain't
2: that serious. It's a workout. It won't take that long to push
0: it. So we're moving him down the street. Cause we need uh we need we need safety, bro.
2: Make sure it's in neutral. Now oh, let me tell him, let me ask you. Yo, it's it's in neutral? You got it in neutral? Hold the brake down.
0: He's going to come and get this stuff?
2: put it in neutral. Is you on the brake? No, not the gas, the brake. Put it in neutral. Is the
1: key in there? Key's on the ignition? You got to have the key in there first for it to do it. Oh, you got to flip it over.
0: So apparently that guy was saying he was in a shootout. I don't know if you got that, but three weeks ago, that dude who, who, whose car we're pushing was shot. All this was cordoned off. And so he just got out of the hospital and just came back. That's why this has been such an issue. Either, I'm, pr- I'm, w- I'm wondering if the guy who shot him came back today with a hatchet, because he just came back to this location. So. You so, pushed it without the key before. We gotta turn, we gotta turn it over. So yeah, we definitely don't want that type of violence happening in this area. He oh, you can tell. He needs to get to a place where a no one knows where he but where you he's going. Have put it in neutral without one too. Right, tool. so
2: you got to have a key to put it in neutral. Mm-hmm. Well, certain Can I With open this door? Yeah. I guess certain cars. Cuz mine's don't need no huh? mine's don't need no. We're going to push. You got so to find the key to turn it over. over. What
3: is it? You're, you're just trying to get the. He's he, he trying to yeah. get it neutral,
2: but you can't get it flipped over. No
3: key. No key. You might have to push okay. the brake oh, yeah. down yeah. while you do that. Cool you man. Know, that's yeah, fantastic. nice to see you. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. You, you too, Me bro. Seems like a good guy.
2: I would be a flathead. So we're stuck in gear. I head.
1: will come back tomorrow. Okay. Yep. Find the key and I'll come back tomorrow. Okay. Alright. You got it. Yep. Just give me a call. Thanks. When they get the key. When they can find the key. So I'm not gonna sit here and, you know, waste another hour. So we'll get it
2: done tomorrow. Mm-hmm.
1: But they can't get it neutral until they find the key, so it's a mess.
2: The only way to get that will be towing it. That's the only way.
1: Well, even towing it, you have to get it like a wrecker, because have to get the front you have to get the front wheels off the ground. Oh yeah, you do. So, so I like do. with my Honda, there's a little button I can push. Yeah. And it will go into neutral. Yeah.
2: See with mine with my my, my Pontiac, I could just switch it straight into neutral right now, like not even turned over nothing.
1: Something wrong with that then? <laughs>
2: nah, it should right be able <laughs> to do that. <laughs> it's just how it is. You should be able to go to neutral unless <laughs> the key's turned on.
0: Let's give them five more minutes. Find that key.
1: Okay. I don't think they. I think their friend has the key.
0: Do y'all think y'all have the key? Because if so, we'll wait around a little
2: bit.
3: Um, I don't, I don't have the key. She does, though. Okay. I'll just look in there real she quick? She'll take forever to get here. I right. just look in there okay, real I uh, you know, want to running. see a little button you can push to put and it in neutral. I neutral.
1: That's how shit is. It is. Yeah. We'll get it tomorrow. All right, well, uh, let me know when you got that key.
0: We came here. A lot of people need help. We have a parking lot just one block away that probably has 30, 40 people living in it. We have some veterans here, people that are being attacked in the middle of the night, getting a shootouts, attacked with hatchets, and it's not safe. We're trying to help people relocate. They can't get their van out of gear. The gear is locked. There's another person that they're associated with that kind of lives with them. That person actually has the key to the van and she's not gonna get here anytime soon, so.
1: We'll come back tomorrow.
0: Yeah, the, the only other choice we have is to come back tomorrow and tow it or push it into a safer location, Correct. So. Right. You'll probably bring your truck and tow it. Absolutely. Yeah. So. so that's what we're doing here today. Great episode, right? It was good to be out with Bach. A little busy today, right? Always we're going call to call to call. So we have a little, uh, some issues. But let's um, talk about the future of loving one another, right? What What is your dream?
1: Well, my dream, our dream would be to open up our own shelter here. Exactly. the next year, yeah. probably. And yeah. Uh, If we can get that, where we can get people in and get them safe and kind of run things the way we feel like it needs to be ran, that would be, that would be amazing. Yeah. So, I think that can happen.
0: And we're currently working on that. We're trying to, we're currently working on trying to open up a women's shelter on um, 400 acres out in Columbia County, It's a, a, a county adjacent to Multnomah. And that's just the beginning, right? Virtually, we want a shelter also in the city that can accompany both men and women. And then that would be a kind of a feeder system to a long-term residential solution. And we're working on that now, but right now we're just on the streets every day, contacting people. As you can tell, we were in three major areas. We were in the Pearl District, downtown, and over here on the central east side. And we had a cop drive by, but no one stops and says anything, right? Um, No other nonprofits out here. There's no one walking around meeting people where they're living on the street. We have a veteran right behind us. No one's contacting that person on a regular basis except us. It is a little scary, you know? I mean, you got a drug situation, gang situations, you got people getting attacked with hatchets, people getting in gunfights. So understandably, it is a scary situation, but at the end of the day, the only way we can help people is to meet them where they are. And they live in tents and they live in cars and they're on the street. And so as loving one another and as Echelon, that's where we go, right? That's right. Yeah. So thanks for sharing. Uh, Donate. Donate to the cause. Donate to loving one another, become part of the cause. Um, Mm -hmm. We need all the help that we can get. We do have fundraisers every year, but uh, loving one another. Uh, Our website is loa.pdx.org. check us out, and uh, we appreciate you coming on the ride along with us today. Thanks.